what's up guys welcome and i'm just feeling so excited to finally after a work for about a month making my first episode of my podcast so welcome to wavelength with eradication obviously i'm your host eradication aka sanjit garg so as you all might know i have started my youtube channel about slightly more than 3 months ago i think and we are doing quite good out there so let me just take a moment and explain to you what actually is my podcast wavelength with eradication so i've always wanted to have my own podcast it has been in the working as i said for about a month and now it is finally here so i'm feeling quite excited about it but the reason that i wanted to actually do wavelength the reason why wavelength exists or should i say the goal of wavelength is actually to give you more insights on all of the topics that i'm making on my youtube videos now my youtube channel is called eradication in in case you want to check it out it is i r r a d i c a t i o n so you can always go there and check that out but essentially this podcast acts as a place for me where i can actually put in more of my thoughts than what i've done in the video and the podcast will actually be a place where all of the thoughts all of the you know reasons all of the details will be much slower much easier to understand and much more detailed because here i can make longer episodes compared to youtube which is why i have done wavelength and i have actually gone for a very straightforward name wavelength because it is a podcast so essentially it is only and only sound and wavelength seem to be like the perfect name for it So yeah that is an initial insight on what uh, this podcast is All right and if i tell you a little bit more then what actually is my podcast let us talk about what i will do in it so let me tell you everything that is going to be in each episode so if you are a newcomer and if you're coming in at any episode and if you haven't watched the first episode then i will have the intro and what is wavelength in every episode so nothing to worry about right there and the second thing is that in every episode we will have a certain topic now this topic will mostly be the exact same topic of which i'm posting a video on my youtube channel but if you watch a video on youtube compared to watching my podcast right here obviously on youtube you will have the visuals so you'll be able to grasp a little bit more but since this is a podcast and i can't really put a video in it it's only audio then what will happen is there'll be no video but since i'm having the extra time advantage i'll be explaining you in much much more detail and in my podcast what will happen is that i'll be going very slowly because i'll have all the time in the world so i'll go very slowly because that is how podcasts are meant to be really so i'm going to take it extremely slowly in here nothing to worry about i don't have to take it very fast so that is how it will be now when we look at today's episode 
then I am posting a brand new video on Apple's latest you know changes that they've done I have got a leak on their pricing for the iPhone 12 series we're going to be talking about 2020 WWDC and all of that in the YouTube video that I've posted today Saturday 9th May 2020 and that is exactly what we'll talk about as well in today's podcast so as I said if you want the visuals YouTube is the place but if you have a lot of time, if you like podcasts, if you would like to listen to all of these, then this is the very best and the perfect place for you to come. So now let's get started on our today's topic. Alright, so talking about what we have for this week. Now, as I already have told you, we will be talking about Apple's latest leaks. I have posted a video to that on my main YouTube channel, please go check that out. And before we begin, a special side note that I have recently started this podcast, I have recently started my YouTube channel, so you know, I will need a lot of support from you guys. I will request you, I will sincerely request you to go to Spotify, to go there, to follow my podcast and obviously the main thing is please put up a five star rating it will actually get my podcast up top it will really really help me motivate me and keep me engaged in making the rest of the episodes so please do that all right after all that finally to our main topic So, Apple has recently been quite busy in making all of their new products come up and I just really hope that you're staying safe and healthy and in this podcast, I've got you your daily dose of Apple leaks and news today including the Apple iPhone 12, some accurate pricing release and release date information. One of the models may contain Touch ID iOS 13.5 and a host of other news. Also wanting to mention that I have started this podcast, really need your support and let's continue on. Honestly, so exciting where we've got a lot of things to talk about here. So many ends to make meet, but we're going to make that launch. Sorry again for delaying all of my YouTube videos and starting this podcast so late, but I promise it will be worth it. Alright, iOS 13.5, right? Let us start there. Now, I didn't cover this one so properly in my YouTube video, but essentially what happened is from 13.4.5 beta 2, thanks to this new SDK, Apple had to jump straight away to 13.5. Now, basically, Apple had to update from 13.4.5 beta 2 straight to 13.5 beta 3 now currently we're on beta 4 they dropped that today and it includes a brand new SDK now I have been saying this word quite a lot of times in my video in my podcast and you might be wondering what actually is an SDK well in simple words The full form of SDK, first of all, is Software Development Kit, right? Software Development Kit. 
Now, a software development kit or an SDK is basically a collection of software developer tools in one package. So you can take this as a software update, but as a snapshot of a uh, software update. So that is basically what an SDK is. I hope you understood. Continuing on. So Apple has dropped the beta for today and it includes a new software development kit or SDK for contact tracing. Now this is something new that only Apple has done and the rest of the companies haven't. So what basically is their new SDK for contact tracing? Now basically this is in order to let you know this is in order to keep you updated with the current crisis. Now I believe this is temporary because what it does is it lets you know if you have been exposed or if you have been near to someone who has a confirmed case of coronavirus, it has to be a confirmed case that is. So that is what this is. Now once you know what it is, I hope you can also feel that this is temporary and that after all of this crisis is over, this might also end. And that is why it is an SDK and it isn't a feature of the main update. Right. Now, if we continue on, then what we have next is that I've heard people say that this is good and I've heard people say that it is bad. But I'm sure it should help save lives if Apple has really worked hard on it and if Apple has really made it to this standard of where, you know, to a standard where it is much reliable and one major thing that they'll have to look out for is them actually keeping on updating everything on this because if you are not updating this repeatedly then what will happen is it will make no sense so they'll have to look out for that but i feel it will help save lives for sure now currently it is only and only limited to health officials since apple isn't completely sure as to how reliable and as to how good their software is but eventually will we enable it if you choose to do that on your personal device so that ends quite a lot of the controversies of not having privacy on your own device that is their complete end of the argument that you can disable it as well and a great feature that apple also bought to ios 13.5 beta 4 which i think should have been there for quite a lot of time because it is so important in this time again is face mask recognition now this i believe is self-explanatory but because i have so much time let me explain essentially whenever the lower part of your face is covered up which by the lower part of your face being covered up apple directly means a face mask then what will happen in your iphone is that it will recognize that okay it will immediately bring up the passcode screen prompt so that you can type it out before 
you'll have to couple out a couple of times you'll have to error out before the password screen came up so it will help you save some seconds of your time just a needlessly long process it was which is now almost instant when your iphone recognizes your face is covered now just like the older contact tracing sdk this also seems to be temporary because apple will probably remove that after that because it will be of no use awesome i would say especially for these times and another great health feature in 13.5 is the ability to automatically share your medical id with a dispatcher on an emergency call from your lock screen right so what apple has do done is in this new sdk that they've got they are mainly focusing on making people's lives easier making people's lives faster in a time of this crisis and i have installed that sdk on my ipad and it works just fine so apple great job right there so this new feature that i'm talking about right here is the ability to automatically share your medical id with a dispatcher so think about it like this okay forget the technicalities think about it like this suppose someone stops you okay you're going out someone stops you and they ask you for your medical id as to why you are actually coming out so without having to dig through your phone without having to jump into your file jump into photos jump into looking for a lot of things forgetting when you had put that on your phone you can directly just do that in an instant and that too with the lock screen so entering a password also takes time so apple has removed that as well so it will be done from a lock screen itself now again apple has kept in mind the privacy and this is also something which can be disabled if you want to also apple has further refined right their exposure notification toggle within the privacy settings right so in the health category here itself so they've made it more clear by this as to how your information is shared and they've made it more apparent that this information is not shared unless you have a specific third party application in which you've given access to now right so what apple has done here is essentially they have refined or they have improved how your data is managed and they have made it sure to you that their data or your data isn't given anywhere unless you yourself have allowed someone to give it to another to others so that is another good thing that apple has done now the very unlike apple thing in this whole right is that ios 13.5 okay release is that apple has left millions and millions of people open to attack with various bugs so they haven't let you do any hacking or putting in viruses or just privacy breaching it is actually that you have a lot of bugs right it's the bugs that are the problems so one such examples is the notification crashing bug and other various mail bugs so these bugs 
in this new update are quite a lot i mean you know you always have some bugs because not everything can be patched but the ones that are here and the number and the amounts that they are in it is huge which is why when i thought about upgrading to this new sdk i was a bit skeptical about all of these bugs but eventually i did it because i just couldn't wait to check out these features and i just couldn't wait for the proper update to come out now there's also a new sandbox zero day bug which was patched in 13.5 but is still open in 13.4.1 now the sandbox zero day bug i would say is a little bit complicated but i will still explain it so what apple has done here is they haven't been able to you know they have given us a lot of features but then they haven't really um you know taken care of the some simple problems or the simple get arounds that people can have with all of the tech that they have right so a zero day vulnerability is a computer software vulnerability that is known to or unaddressed by those who should be interested in mitigating the vulnerability until the vulnerability is mitigated hackers can exploit it to adversely affect computer programs data additional computers or a network so that is what basically zero day is moving on on to the rest of the information that we have there's quite a lot more now apple has also pushed out a new software update for the apple airpods pro which i believe um the airpods pro of apple weren't as good as what they could have been as to how apple could have made them so yeah that is something that i didn't like too much about apple the airpods pro but yes they give good sound quality but they aren't up to the mark so anyways i feel it is unnecessary because they have given out a software update for earphones now come on who gives out a software update for earphones that is quite unusual i think it is the first time that some company has done that even though i'm not sure but yeah they have done that now as i went on to twitter and as i read the people's comments this one is mixed results some people are saying it's an improvement over the rigged firmware over the pulled firmware which was essentially breaking airpods and the sound quality and general instability others are saying there's no difference i personally could not tell the difference between the last one but there's a new one out for everyone who's out there with the airpods pro now bear in mind this is only for the airpods pro and this is something that apple tends to do every time once they have released a new version of their series they will literally just stop releasing new firmware for the older ones which is something that i don't like about apple now as you all might know apple has announced the worldwide developers conclave and it will be virtual and will be happening on june 
जून ट्वेंटी सेकेंड थैंक्स फॉर द गिफ्ट एप्पल आई एम जस्ट सो एक्साइटेड टू चेक डब्ल्यू डब्ल्यू डी सी और वर्ल्ड वाइड डेवलपर्स कॉन्फ्रेंस आउट बिकॉज देर आर जस्ट सो मेनी थिंग्स दैट दे शेयर टू अस दैट दे इट्स जस्ट ऑल अबाउट कोडिंग इट्स ऑल अबाउट स्विफ्ट एक्स कोड ऑल ऑफ देर न्यू सॉफ्टवेयर नॉट हार्डवेयर बट सॉफ्टवेयर दैट दे गेट नाउ आई वॉज फोर्टीन वेव हर्ड सो मेनी फीचर्स जस्ट इन लिंक्स Think about everything that hasn't been leaked yet. I'm so excited for that one. So, anyways, we'll be seeing what happens to that. Now, iOS 14 beta 1 on June 2nd is something that is sure to come out. I believe. And by the way, um, this time there will be some far out theories there. But I think that this just signifies. that it will be a virtual event and you'll need a computer or a better device to watch it on and maybe just a short little maybe i think that we might be able to see the first mac there the first aaron mac which is the 12 inch version which is something new that apple is trying out but we're not sure who knows also the date for wwdc has been pushed back for two weeks earlier it was happening on the 8th of june but they have pushed it back two weeks and now it is on the 22nd of june so i will look out for that it is a very important event i will surely attend it so the pushing back of wwdc is something that surely signifies that apple is experiencing delays apple streamlining has somewhat got rigged and apple isn't able to cope up with the online orders that they're receiving so that is something to take care of now iphone 12 here so as a result of course the event itself is pushed back also it doesn't really mean anything but it also means something so what i mean by that is even though it is pushed it doesn't make any changes but what it means what it shows to the world is apple is experiencing delays now max wayne back as you all might know i know him had sent me an x code which i have shown in the video please please check my video out on youtube So the Xcode has clear mentions of iOS 14 and 15 where developers are able to develop applications, games, etc for iOS 14 and 15. So since Apple has already pushed out iPhone iOS 15 as well, I surely expect iOS 14 to come out somewhere soon. So that is what they have done. Now the latest beta includes reference to iOS 14 and in that case iOS 15 as well in case you had any doubt about apple was working on those there is the evidence okay and now moving on all right so now it is time for the more juicy the more important and i would say the more awaited iphone 12 stuff 
so i wanted to say that in my mind i had a lot of opinions i had a lot of you know information or i had a big idea of how the iphone 12s i thought would turn out but if we look at what is going on if we look at what apple is doing if we look at how it has turned out i was proved completely wrong and mac dakara was correct about the 6.7 inch iphone and the 12 pro max we've so i've also used his measurements for all of the other models the 6.1 pro and non pro models as well as the 5.4 and i wanted to say that i was just completely wrong on the sizing so my idea of how it will turn out to be was i mean it was quite big as to what it is actually turning out to be now still we are not too sure because the event actually hasn't happened these are just leaks now taking a look at the sizing in reference to the other iphone sizes this thing is just small it is nothing as to what i thought apple will do which is enlarge their iphone 11 pro max even more which i already think was too big so i saw the iphone 11 pro max right i saw it in my hands i saw it in my pocket now that thing was just way too big you know it wasn't something that will easily fit in your hands it won't easily come in your pocket it was just way too big for daily use so the 11 pro or the 11 is i would say a much better you know price or a much better phone rather to get and it, they have better screen sizes so this thing is actually quite small imagine that full display so this is going to be a ridiculously popular device in my opinion you already know that people love small phones um i have recently done a review of the brand new iphone se 2020 which has a very small screen size which people love so check out that review on my youtube channel eradication right moving on now the iphone 12 5.4 inch much smaller than i thought also courtesy of john prosser now we have a first look at the iphone 12 lineup pricing usually every year around this time may june will be getting this so this seems to be right this seems to be correct this seems to be accurate now if we talk about the prices the iphone 12 5.4 inch entry level model will start at 649 dollars this is the cheapest organic lcd display apple ever offered on an iphone it has the smallest form factor 649 sounds like a steal a step up from that the iphone 12 Now the iPhone 12 non-pro 6.1 inch model will be $749. So we'll have two models this year in the non-pro. We'll have the iPhone 12 mini and the iPhone 12. Now the iPhone 12 mini and iPhone 12 will both have dual cameras and they will miss out on the lidar scanner as well as the third telephoto camera. these two will be 649 and 749 respectively so they are the cheaper ones now these will have the cheapest oled display apple has ever offered on an iphone because of the streamline that they're getting into
now those two base models will have dual lens cameras so going further iphone 12 pro will be 999 dollars sounds about right and the iphone 12 pro max will be the one which has a thousand and ninety nine dollars up its bill so the pricing is staying the same on the pro models even because of the bad times that the company is going through which i think is really grateful of apple and which i think is i don't know how they're able to manage all of this in such small prices now i still don't know about the pricing for the storage but i'm guessing that will be really you know 70 80 about for an extra 64 gigs so that sounds very fair to me given the circumstances and everything that's going on all the tech that's going into the iPhones all the quality all of the display all of the form factor all of the hard work mainly all of the labor all of the machinery and everything that is going into these iPhones i know personally you know just listening to all these leaks seeing how it unfolds how much work is being put into this you might be feeling there's not a big step up but there really is it's crazy that apple is keeping the price same i expected around about 1200 for the max version and 1099 sounds very fair john prosser also confirms that all models will be 5g obviously this was heck expected i just knew this was coming so doesn't sound anything new now no details on the millimeter wave or sub 6 gigahertz capabilities but i feel they will be there they'll be sl- split up like some of the other leakers are saying but th- it will all be fine in a separate leak prosser predicts that apple has new um, you know iMacs and airpods ready to go so as you all know the iMacs are the computers and the airpods are the earphones now john prosser predicts that they are already ready kept in their warehouse already packaged up waiting for you and i believe pre orders should start pretty soon however we don't have any information on that any confirmed information and we don't even know if a new model is coming out so i'm just unclear when they'll be shipping those out whether it will be a wwdc or an earlier drop like we've been getting periodically here also prosser you mad man you leaked the iphone pro before apple dropped it i thought those so funny macbook pro 13 inch so the macbook pro 13 inch we've got a new version of that with the latest 10th gen processors and an all around spec bump so not the 14 inch version which i was hyped about but still an appropriate upgrade so in this mac what they've done is just gone for a quick upgrade with the processors with the ram with the storage a quick upgrade to everything but no major changes so just hate that it still doesn't have wifi 6 also prosser mentions we'll be seeing air tags something that max wayne back earlier predicted so the air tags are the wireless compatibility guides of apple and the wall street journal reports that apple has delayed mass production of the iphone 12 by about a month as i had told you this was quite predicted and is nothing special 
will still make a 2020 release they say but the order number has gone down slightly 2020 release is still likely an outlandish report from economic daily news however says that we could still see a touch id version on the high-end iphone 12 pro models this year so likely the 12 pro max which was rumored earlier to adopt an in-screen ultrasonic fingerprint sensor still could happen and if this happens then i'll be so happy because i always prefer touch id over face id now i have explained this very nicely in my youtube video so you can go check that out so i really hope that they get the fingerprint sensor in but i surely want them to wait till it's extremely reliable because that's what the apple does you do you apple you do you now this would be in collaboration with qualcomm the company who makes the processors and it's possible that it could work on a larger portion of the display now why i've said that it could be on a larger portion of the display is because unlike most of the android phones nowadays because the technology is new because it isn't tested because it isn't reliable because it is not proper i would say till now we have a very small area where you have to fit your finger in and it doesn't always scan perfectly it's totally understand why apple wouldn't launch this technology right away they want the screen fingerprint sensor to be mature before they do that because that is what apple has been doing since a long time and that is exactly what i believe has led to their success something i'd say isn't quite fully ready on android phones right now it's a bit frustrating to see on the latest galaxy s20 regarding that in-screen touch id now matt mark gerben a bloomberg reporter did report that it would be happening in 2021 but otherwise other sources did confirm that it is happening this year apple is working on a touch id iphone Eventually, they're going to want to bring that back for a full-screen bezel-less display before they place the cameras beneath the glass. Now, this is something that they are trying out also, which is pl- placing the cameras beneath the glass in the display itself. So, this is something that they are also working on, which I'm quite happy about. So. I'm sure it is happening, it's just a matter of is it happening this year or is it happening the next year. And the overall smartphone market however is on decline. It's looking a little bit grim right now, 16.5% decline in quarter 2 with about an 11% decline year over year. Apple's iPhone SE is their saving grace right now as many androids are even converting to the iphone due to the price and the performance point you get at that price now i have done a very in-depth detailed review about the iphone se on my main youtube channel please go check that out eradication i r r a d i c a t i o n so now if we see a sad report has found out that Apple has removed the chip responsible for 3D touch in the new iPhone SE. Even though the display is the same, you can swap the display with the iPhone 8. The chip that derives the 3D touch support has been removed. 
I tried to fix it as far as putting an iPhone 8 display in the new SE, but it could not trigger 3D touch. That is officially dead. As sad as it is, also progress is being made on the Car Key Consortium side. So the Car Connectivity Consortium has released special specifications for the Digital Key 2.0, which uses NFC. Now Apple is also working on streamlining the car process, the car unlocking, driving, and they are also trying to make it extremely technological. So they are making their car connectivity consortium, which will actually act as a thing that you apply to your car, and then it would essentially act like an e-key, you know what I mean? An e-key, an electronical key for your car. And they detailed their 3.0 version, which we didn't have a lot of information about until now. And the 3.0 version would use an ultra-wideband chip and Bluetooth low-energy version. Now this is tech. Apple is eventually bringing to the iPhone, possibly starting with this year's iPhone, in when they launch in an October release. But it's exciting that eventually you'll never have to carry an additional set of keys with you as everything will be digital and in your phone itself. In a new iMessage patent application, it is showing that Apple is seriously revamping the iMessage experience and could soon make it possible to edit your text. That will leave a little paper trail though. You'll see the edits, but that could soon become a thing. iOS 14 or possibly a future version, also a ton of new menus, such as new menus for reactions and group messages. A ton of things in that pattern. The message is getting a huge overall soon, and Tim Cook mentions Apple employees have their heads down and they're working on new products. So excited to see them. Also for iOS 14, that's coming as soon as next month. So Apple is really working hard in such times as well. They are really trying to keep up their customer experience. They're really trying to do the best they can. And yeah, that's how it is turning out for them. So this new iMessage thing that Apple is working on is actually quite exciting, you know. So in iMessage, what Apple is actually doing is trying to get it somewhere near to competing with telegram or competing with whatsapp however they are far far away but yes they are improving their iMessage version now why they're doing this I believe is because what I my experience with using iMessage is that it seriously still feels very 2005 it still lacks that modernization it still lacks the features it still lacks on the overall graphic designing that some of the others may offer you which i believe are much better so yeah that is another thing that apple is really working on man this is just so exciting i'm just so hyped about everything that is happening in here apple is really working hard they're not taking a break so that is very good from their side so apple good job i mean i love it 
so you know this is actual tech you know streamlining your everyday task soon apple will bring in more stuff they are just streamlining your whole process they're giving you as easy stuff to manage as you can they're putting everything inside one so you don't have to carry around a lot of things all you need is your phone they are making things much more modern much more easy to use giving you the max giving you the most that they can and they're still not charging a lot for all of the down cuts that they're having these days so that is another good thing guys thanks for watching if you've actually enjoyed this video then it is a sincere sincere request to please go to spotify follow my brand new podcast give me a five star rating go there go to spotify go to anchor.fm to my podcast please please like it please please follow it please please give me the good rating and also go to my youtube channel watch all of my videos like them share them subscribe and give me mainly your comments or your feedback on how you thought my youtube videos were on how you thought this podcast was and yeah stay tuned on youtube as well as on my spotify podcast and i'm soon trying to get this podcast to other places as well that is a work in progress but currently go to youtube go to spotify wavelength with eradication this is me your host sanchit garg aka eradication signing off bye